we should be in suits next week. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I'll do like a shirt and tie. Nah. <laughs> okay, good. I wasn't going to do that either. Maybe you could be Scoops Ahoy Steve and I could be David Pumpkins. Again. Oh, man. I don't even know if I have that anymore. Tommy Pickles. <laughs> Tommy Pickles. Right, you cannot see it from the video camera, but I am wearing a diaper from the waist That's down. That's true. You, I don't even think you could see the whole crop top. I mean, I'm not wearing pants right now, so. What the hell is that stain on my shorts? That's not a bad spot. It's like green, though. The oh, fuck? Matt, you okay. might want to get a doctor yeah, checked out. to go to the doctor. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Holy hell. All right, let's start. And three. Well, let's start again. I had a, I had a swallow. Wait, hold up, hold up. Assault. Mm, that's not gonna be better. <laughs> I had to catch my uh, catch my breath. All right, three, two. everyone thank you once again for tuning in to the funny business podcast we have a banger for you all today hope you're all doing great hope you're enjoying the nice weather that today is having hopefully you're having some nice weather uh weather has been a little iffy but we, you know we're, we're getting closer to summer and i think we're all ready for that uh mike i hope you're doing well as you're dancing and i, I hope you're filming the tiktok right there i was doing the rolex just want to rolly rolly with a dab to of ranch. Be, to be honest, I wasn't like I just saw movements and I was just like, he's just vibing because it's the start of the podcast. He's you got a vibe to start the podcast. I'm very disappointed after you learning that dance during orientation and yet you couldn't recognize it. So I'm but very disappointed fair, in you. In in my defense, I wasn't really looking right at you. I just was kind of like looking and saw hand movements. I was like, okay, he's just doing his thing. <laughs> um, I did want to start off with a quick apology to you or anyone listening. If I was ever, like, not responding on time to a lot of your texts or messages, I've been listening to Fearless Taylor's version for, like, 24-7 the past weekend. It's it's just been phenomenal, so I've kind of, like, put everything else aside and, like, put that as priority number one, which any T-Swifty fan would do in a time like this. Oh, Matt. What a, what a plug. Shout out to Taylor Swift. <laughs> the goat. The goat. The goat. The goatess. The goat. The goat. The goat. G- greatest of all time. Great. My well, queen. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for telling me what goat means. We've already had so many topics that have what's the greatest of all time, who's the goat, and, and thank you. After 50, well, 52 episodes, I finally know. know what goat means. You were today years old when. <laughs> today years old when, yeah. Well, Matt, I'm glad you are vibing as well as I am. Uh, as everybody knows, 52, there's 52 weeks in a year. Um, we are, you know, we, we had some discussion beforehand as far as whether or not we should treat this as the year podcast or not. There's been a discussion at a lunch table at Longhorn. No, no, wait, wait, wait. It wasn't Longhorn. It was Outback. Texas Outback. You go to all Outback Steakhouse. Yep. Had discussion with that. We had discussion during stream. We're like, okay. 52 is going to be 52 53 is where we're going to actually celebrate because it makes sense that you fully did a year of the podcast we're that different we're built different we're built different we're built different no big deal (laughs) so we got some fun things matt i know we, we we are very nostalgic during the podcast it's always a good time to catch up 
and just discuss about maybe some random things that occur, um, whether that's your daily life or, you know, something comes up on Twitter. Um, But Matt, one of the things that I can certainly tell you is that Ripley's Believe It or Not or the Guinness Book of World Records, my grandma used to have all of the years lined up and it was a pretty rainbow, let me tell you, um, in her bookshelf. But one of the things that you see is very notable people and individuals, like maybe the world's tallest man, maybe the world's shortest man, the world's oldest man or woman. Um, Matt, I don't know if you have any favorite world records at all. To be honest, I don't. Uh, but it is fascinating to see like the the best of the best, I guess you could say, or like it's the greatest the of all time, like a of goat, the most unique. Yeah. <laughs> Like a goat. Well, Matt, there, there is, there's this one individual, this one lady. Um, her name is Ayana Williams. Uh, if you don't know the name, you may know her. I guess feet. Let's put it that way, but not the feet, more so the hands. Uh, that she at one point had the world's longest fingernails. Um, since the nineties, Matt, she's been holding on this title for quite some time. Uh. Her fingernails in 2017, Matt, 18 feet, 10.9 inches. That's, that's, that has to be uncomfortable, does it not? (laughs) Yeah, also, but it has to be uncomfortable. Like, how do you even Uh, carry anything? Dude, I, I will get into that. Uh, She actually did mention something, but Matt, the reason why I'm bringing it up today was that just recently she finally got those fingernails cut. I'd hope so. Yes. So, broke the previous record. Oh, actually, before she got them cut, she actually broke her previous record, which was at, Matt, 24 feet, 7.7 inches. Oh, oh my God, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, that's, that's, that's a lot of fingernails. Yeah. So... It was very industrial. They had to actually get um, some some very interesting tools to get the nails off. Um, yeah, they got to be pretty thick, I would imagine, too. Yeah, it's like, not, not your average. Long. It's not your average fingernail clipper. Like oh. it was. It was a. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not good with my. It was a power tool. Let's put it okay. that way. <laughs> um, it was a power tool, uh, and it. Matt, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, well, really, you can believe it or not. Uh, the nails. I see what you did there. <laughs> um, I'm I'm just great with the, the roll on segues and puns today. Uh, the fingernails, Matt, will actually be on display in the museum in Orlando. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I've never been to the museum, so I don't want to like judge it. But that I don't know. Would you Would you be okay with seeing something like that? I don't. I don't think it would like freak me out where like I couldn't look at it. But I, it's very unique, and I know Ripley's is very unique. I just, do you think that's going to be a big attention, like a, a big attraction? I mean, if you're going to, uh, shall you say, if you're going to Ripley's, believe it or not, I think you are under the impression that you are um, going to go see some weird stuff. That's a um, fair point. But Matt, it, luckily enough, it won't be just the nails that will be on display. Um, Williams did say that she said that um it's going to be like a wax figure of myself even though it's just my nail so uh, uh, listen if it literally was in a display case and it was just shown it would probably have been a little creepy but i think the wax figure kind of i hate to say it humanizes the whole long nails 
in, in particular? I think that's probably true. And you can actually get a good judge of really how long they are. Because if they're just in a display case, you're going to say, yeah, that's pretty long. But like the picture of her, like with her nails, you actually can actually see like really how long they are and probably how difficult they are to to live with and do daily activities with. Yeah. And, and, and partially, Matt, that that was the reason why she got them cut. Um you know, according to the Guinness World Record, Williams hadn't cut her nails for 28 years um, since the early 1990s. Before she got them cut, she had to be very careful with certain tasks and was unable to do others, like washing dishes or putting sheets on a bed, which was reported. Um, Williams did say, with my movements, I have to be very careful. Uh, so usually in my mind, I'm already preparing for the next step that I have to do to make sure that I don't hurt myself with my nails or break them. I'm excited about cutting my nails because I look forward to new beginnings. And Matt, as weird as this sounds, I'm I'm very happy for Williams finally actually getting those cut and being able to live her own life and live her best life of actually washing the dishes. Because we all know how much we love washing dish- dishes, everyone. It's, it's, it's everyone's favorite thing to do. I, I could not imagine living with nails that are like even five inches long, let alone 24 feet. Yeah. That that's that's huge props to her for actually being able to to live her life like that. Polly probably a- also probably got bullied a lot, so the perseverance to actually keep with it too. Yeah. Now, Matt, we're gonna get a little weird on this podcast, episode fifty two. Matt, do you ever did you ever bite your nails? Like actually, like bite them yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Not like completely, but like sometimes I've bit them and like it just looks like a straight line kind of thing, and it yeah. hurts like a son of a bitch. um yeah i i i I, well not that i still to this day but like i always like yeah it's getting weird i'm just gonna leave it at that yeah i used to bite my nails (laughs) i don't anymore which thankfully i i do not but um i would not want to bite these types of nails if if i'm being completely honest we're gonna so we're gonna get weirder a little too we're gonna too detailed (laughs) but like the picture of it they kind of look like fruit roll-ups just like on the nails, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Good they, lord! I mean, they. But like, so the reason why is because they are painted. It says that she. It took like uh, four bottles of nail polish to get them off, and it takes like twenty hours to paint them. Which again, props her for sounds, that. Sounds like a house project. <laughs> Literally, right. it sounds like an entire weekend you have to take to paint your nails. It's just, it's wow, just wow. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> uh, I did not say, Matt, as I'm sure you're aware of reading the article, it did not say what her next uh, adventure is exactly. Um, I'm really hoping. Let's predict it, Matt. I think she's going to write a book about it. Um, I don't Maybe a documentary. Maybe. I feel like I would watch a documentary on that. That'd be pretty interesting. I mean, there's documentaries on far worse stuff. Maybe it's going to be called Hangnail. Like the Ooh, the yeah. right, like That's it's like a thriller. Clever. It's a thriller, and you know, just the the times. You know, like you said, Matt. Maybe she was bullied back when she was early on, and you know, just like the the troubling times that was just looming over her, hanging above her. Or um, recalled, I nailed the Guinness Book of World Record. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> I actually said a dad uh, phrase today when I was at work. Um, I had to lift some heavy stuff, and 
it was i mean it was it was awkward and in all legitimacy it was awkward and she's boss was like you okay i'm like yeah it's just awkward i thought to myself i'm like damn it <laughs> in fairness like 99 percent of the time it is heavy but it also is awkward because it is so awkward heavy. yeah so nailing the guinness world book of guinness book of world records or um lock it in nail it in hammer to nail Oh, that's a nice one. That could be a nice little uh, metaphor. I kind of like that one, actually. Hammer to nail. That's pretty legit. Williams, if you're listening, sign us up to be your <laughs> to be your writers. Yeah, we get royalties on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Watch, we'll see a book come out and feel like, God damn it, we said this last, <laughs> last April. <laughs> Anything we say, any idea that we say on this podcast, we do get royalties for people. So, yeah. just an FYI. FYI. <laughs> well, Matt, I... As we are approaching our one-year anniversary of the podcast, it all first started when we were in quarantine because of the pandemic of 2020. Um, we are starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, thank goodness. But Matt, I'm sure a lot of us have had some type of mental capacity that um, was tested. Uh, and Matt, I, I don't want to consider this being mentally stable or mentally unstable, but the next person i'm going to share with you um his name's david marriott is an art director from sydney australia uh thought he would take up juggling and spending quarantine listening to music um but instead matt he turned himself into the paper cowboy and matt he was using he used brown paper bags to make a costume and he made a paper horse too I don't see an issue with this. Why not? I don't. I, being a cowboy is awesome. You said you wouldn't <laughs> want to be a cowboy. I uh, I mean, I used to sing. I want to be a cowboy, baby. <laughs> Especially an Australian cowboy. You get to like ride a horse, have like a what's the rope called? A, a, a lasso. lasso. Yeah, because yeah, I want to be a cowboy. Like, Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Like that's freaking awesome. <laughs> oh God. Our listeners from Australia are going to be like, yep, not listening to this oh, I anymore. Yeah, listeners. Yeah, love you guys. <laughs> love uh, you guys. No, I, listen, I think being a cowboy is like one of the coolest things you could do, let alone being an Australian cowboy. Like, just think of like the videos you could make being an Australian cowboy, like the snakes they have and like the spiders they have. Like, that would, those, that's like a content genius. Right? Uh, it's a genius thing to do. He's he's definitely taken advantage of that, Matt. He certainly have done Zoom calls, um, being a part, um, has certainly entertained. So the story behind why this happened, um, unfortunately, his father died unexpectedly back in February from COVID-19. Um, and then after quarantining in the UK before the funeral, Marriott expected another, quote, long two weeks on his way back into Australia. So he bought himself a portable speaker and juggling balls. So he was going to take the time, like I said, to learn how to juggle and, um, you know, listening to music. However, just three days into the quarantine in the hotel in Brisbane, Australia, he found an inspiration from his lunch, the brown paper bowl holding his lunch. So he used the costume out of brown paper bags that his meals were delivered in in order to call himself the paper cow, brown paper cowboy, the paper cowboy. I uh, yeah I I'm I'm totally in I'm, Matt I'm totally in on this guy Matt I'm I'm a little I'm a little upset that you haven't um you haven't asked me about the horse oh uh, well, actually yeah I would like to know more about this horse <laughs> the horse has a name oh please is yeah. it dead <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Matt and I had a little uh, back and forth over the weekend. Was it the weekend or was it was it on stream night? I think it was stream night that we were remember. talking about it. Or maybe we were just talking. I don't know, man. We dude, podcasting, live streaming, it all it gets all wrapped around. <laughs> um, the horse was named Russell. Okay, that's a great name for a horse. That's a great name for a that's horse. That's a fantastic <laughs> name for a horse, actually. That's 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 a cool name. That's just you see a horse named Russell, you're like. That horse knows what it's doing. Yep. He used coffee pods for his eyes and nostrils to add a, a little uh, spin to the, um, the horse, to make it look like a horse. It's a pretty smart idea, actually. This guy Fair. seems like he knows what he's doing. Very smart idea. Um, Matt, I, I think this is the most unique of quarantining that we have seen in, in the news and, and what has came up, unless you've seen anything else unique. Probably. I think really one of the most unique things I really saw, like, like everybody was kind of doing, was like those trick shot things. Was like oh, you mean like quarantine. the pots and pans? Yeah, kind of like stuff like that. Um, yeah, this is this is pretty unique, I would say. Um, but hey, if you want to give it a shot at being a cowboy, like give it a shot at being a cowboy. They don't know <laughs> who's going to stop you. I want to be a cowboy, baby. If you know, that fine. is one of the most underrated videos of all time. <laughs> People forget about that, but then like when you actually see it, you just laugh and watch it for like five minutes straight. <laughs> or you could be like uh, Mason Ramsey. Is he a real cowboy? Uh, well, man, I, I don't know, man. We're calling this guy who's who's a paper cowboy. No, this cowboy. guy's a legit cowboy. He's got a horse <laughs> named Russell. So back off, dude. Mason Ramsey, I feel like, is this an artist that wears cowboy boots. I like Mason Ramsey. I'm not trying to be mean, but I it's, wouldn't consider him a real cowboy. Did you see me just headbutt my mic? <laughs> I was like, like that video of that guy. Like, oh, oh. I was the microphone. No, but this guy is, I would consider this guy more of a cowboy than Mason Ramsey. Okay. I, I like, can agree with you. Yeah. And okay. I like, again, I do like Mason Ramsey. I, yes, I do too. Especially his remixes when, when we're crying at the club right now, even though we can't go to the club right. in the most usual of ways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. No, his old time road remix was great. Oh yes, or his um his original when he was singing in Walmart. I forget the name of that song, but somebody I, remixed yeah, it. But I mean, everyone just kind of called him the Yodel Kid, the Yodel Kid, Walmart Yodeling Kid. Um, I'm actually I'm being really annoying. I'm gonna look up Walmart Yodeling Kid remix. It was How called. How long ago was that? Oh my god, uh, that Kings, feels like ages ago. Kids singing in Walmart. Um, Walmart Yodeling Boy. The video I believe was. Why don't posted. you just Google Mason Ramsey Walmart? 79 million views. Matt, take a wild guess how long ago this was. Uh, 2017? Three years ago. Yes. 2018. 2018. Yeah. Math. Close enough. Close. 79 million views. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. That is insane. That's three years ago? Three years ago. Wow. Matt, we've been through a lot of crap for three years. He's done a lot of stuff in three years, too. Does he actually have? This is we're just totally off topic. This yeah. Does he still not have control of his social media accounts? I don't think so. Okay. His grandma ran them, right? Let's check Twitter. If I believe, I believe his grandma still has control of his social media accounts, or she did at one point. Well, his usually they say like managed by so and so. No right. snake in these bo- bo- boots. Booking Mason Ramsey management. Mason Ramsey management. Um, let's check the gram, shall we? Wow, we're totally diving into this great um, 
you know, world dive of, of Mason Ramsey. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't see. Yeah, I mean, crazy. I think. A re- Could you imagine if your social media account was made by your grandmother? Oh wait, no snake. He's fourteen years old right now. So that wait, must have. I meant- thought he was fourteen when he did that. Ah, uh, last so he was post 11? was January twenty eighth. Yeah, he's eleven. Wow! Holy Damn. crap! What? Just think about what that kid's been through in fourteen years compared to what we've been through. Like how much money he has at fourteen years old. I'll never, I'll, I'll never see that much money in my life. <laughs> Not that I'm like again. I like the kid. Good for him. But Matt, Matt, we're just gonna take a video camera. We're gonna go to Walmart. And you're just gonna start yodeling. I'm in. We're gonna see what happens. I mean, that's probably not gonna be the weirdest thing going on in that Walmart at that time, anyway. Mm, people of Walmart, <laughs> it's a wild ride. Oh man! Well, Matt. Speaking of wild rides, today is Friday, as it's posted. Friday, you all know Friday. Also, Matt, I'm sure you know what else happens on Friday. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out. Yes, on sir. Yep. Yes, sir. So watching that. Yes, uh, sir. <laughs> four episodes in, it's been fantastic. It just keeps getting better and better. Uh, I've been wanting to get into a lot of Marvel stuff lately. Had some free time this weekend, so I was like, you know what? Let's start with this because it's the most current thing going on. And I was I'm like, what you? I was like, what you start off with? But you start off with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. My my goal is I'm going to finish Falcon Winter Soldier, and then I'll start Wandavision, and then I'll just start with the movies. I think that's do, a good do you start. do you know the the Marvel heroes pretty well? Uh, I know of them. I don't really know a lot of their stories. Okay. Um, I mean, I've seen like all most of the Iron Mans, and I saw the pre Spider Man. I haven't seen Tom Holland Spider Man. Damn I've Sony! A few Avengers movies, <laughs> but I know most of them. Like, if I see them, I just don't know a lot of like their side characters in their movies mm-hmm. and like their personal background stories. Well, if you had to pick one, do you feel like you have one that you would want to be? Oh, that I would want to be? Yeah. That's tough. Um, well, Matt, before you even think about it, we're going to okay. find out right now we are playing a game. Okay, perfect. Good. <laughs> we're going to find out, Matt, which Avenger are you? You want me to say which one I would be first to see if nah. it's okay. Now, nah, we'll see if it matches. I really up. don't know who I would be. So, <laughs> so there are 14 questions. It's multiple choice. There's four choices per each question. And we're going to find out, Matt. Um, this is from the official Marvel.com website. Um, oh, also, as weird as it is, it, it was promoting uh, Age of Ultron, which is in theaters May 1st. It's kind of past that a little bit, but. The quiz still stands. It's about everything's about updated by now with Age of Ultron. So, Matthew. Yes. Question one. What did you play when you were younger? Action figures, board games, toy soldiers, or computers? Ooh, man, that's tough. I did a lot of those. I am going to say action figures. Action figures. All right, brother. Oh, wow. There's actually, there's actually sound that comes through when I pick a question. So. Oh, <laughs> you, will, you all will not hear well, I mean, You all will not hear it when, when it happens in post. But I wouldn't expect anything less from, from Marvel. Yeah. What's your favorite Olympic sport? High jump, the hammer, gymnastics, or taekwondo? Hmm. I will say high jump. Only because I did triple jump and long jump. I never tried high jump. I always wish I did. 
Question three, Matt. How best would you describe your ability to work with others? I'm always watching their backs. I'm on my own. It's all about me. Team player all the way or best as a mentor? Uh, I will go team player. I'm a big team player guy. Team player all the way. All yes, right. team player all the way. All day, all right. every day. All right, Matt. Question four. It's looking bad and the enemy is gaining quick. What do you do? Direct the fight away from civilians. Plan the battle and lead the team. It's me or them or all of us or create a diversion and use it to our advantage. Uh, that's tough. Can you say the first and last options again? Yep. Direct the fight away from civilians or create a diversion and use it to our advantage. I'm going to say create a diversion. I feel like okay. I'd be pretty good at that. Interesting. Matt, Matt, I feel like Matt Speed would be able to get a very pretty quick and <sighs> be a little tricky. Matt, describe your personal style. So this is what you wear. Okay. Suits. Always suits. Loose fitting and ragged. Formal or combat ready. That's tough. I am going to go with loose fitting, I guess. I wear a lot of athletic stuff. I don't know. Matt, what height is most suited for you? 5'10", 8'5", 6'4", or 6'3"? Um, let's see. Not any of those. You know what? Close. Let's stick with 5'10". Let's 5'10". stick with 5'10". All right, shorty. <laughs> the question awful. seven. <laughs> it's just not necessary. Yeah, shorty, a little baddie. <laughs> Could be a good thing. <laughs> Actually, it's not, not as bad as I thought. Positive vibes only. Um, yes, all day, every day. <laughs> Matt, what motivates you? Being the lead in innovation, protecting mankind, peacekeeping, or make up for the past? I'm going to say peacekeeping. I like, I like keeping the peace. I like being peaceful. Matt, which weapon would you like most? Shield, temper, me, or bow and arrow? Ooh, that's tough. What was the third option? Me. Like Emmy. Interesting. Like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I'm on fire. I'm on fire! <laughs> I am gonna say... I don't think I'd be good with a bow and arrow. I'm gonna go with shield. Okay, you don't have a temper either. <laughs> no, not very often, at least. Matt, how would you dis- how would you best describe your personality? Brash, noble, split, or calculated? Calculated. Calculated. <laughs> calculated. What I don't know. Even, what does brash mean? Before um, well, you already clicked. But. Like bold and brash from like SpongeBob. Ah, no. Even though it still doesn't make any sense. (laughs) No. Uh, Matt, which skill do you most value that separates you from others? Perseverance, moral compass, manipulation, or intelligence? I will say moral compass. All right, brother. What's your favorite class in school? Politics, history, physics, or fletching? Uh, I don't know what fletching is. No idea. I'm not going to help you on that. <laughs> and I don't like any of the other three options. So we're going fletching. 
<laughs> Though I have no idea what it is, we're just going to roll with it. Right. The, the, the listeners are going to text us or email us or call us out being like, you don't know what fletching Hold is. On. I'm going Google in it right now. All right. Matt, as the next question, where are you on a general Saturday night? Working late, shooting range, home alone, or gathering with friends and family? I am going to say gathering with friends and family. All right, brother. So What's your quick fletching yeah. class? Looks like um, making like feathers and like bow and arrows and stuff oh, like that. So okay. that works. Matt, what's your biggest flaw? Perfectionist, being a loner, my temper, or your past? Um, that's a tough one. Uh, I guess I'll say, what was the first one? Perfectionist. Yeah, I'll go with that one. I'll say that. All right, Matt, final question. What is your best feature? Perseverance, my foresight, my mind, or my compassion? All right, well, we all know from a previous quiz, it's my calves. That's not an answer <laughs> in this time. So I will say compassion. All right, this answer. is the last question. Okay. The generation, it is... I'm kind of nervous. Oh, Matt, this is good. Uh-oh. All right. Matt, it's it's broken down. So, like, like there's percentage percentages. Okay, percentages. Cool. I like that. There is a one that's the largest of them all. You are 7% Black Widow. Okay. You are 7% Iron Man. I like that. You are 7% Nick Fury. Okay, that's kind of cool. You are 7% the Hulk. Okay. You are 21% Captain America. I'm down for that. You're 21% Hawkeye. That's pretty cool. I like Hawkeye. And Matt? Yeah. At 30%. Okay. You are the king of Asgard, Thor. Oh, that's pretty lit. God that's of Lightning. That's like a pretty lit combination right there. I'm not going to lie. I got I, I, Thor's good looks. Uh, I got... Being Captain America, what was the other 21%er? Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Hawkeye's a badass. That's, and then not to mention Black Widow, and I, that's, that's lit. T- take a wild guess as far, I took this quiz. I, I, I always take the quiz just so I see if it's actually legit or not, or like how well it is. What do you think is my um, largest percentage? I completely forgot my breakdown of my smaller percentages, okay. but what do you think um, my largest percentage is? I am going to say Iron Man. You are incorrect. Really? Yeah. What was it? Captain America. Okay, I can see that. Mm -hmm. I can see that. That's pretty fair. Good old Steve Rogers. The only Captain America. One and only. Oh, screw you, John Walker. Uh, When we come back, (laughs) Matt's got his sports. We're going to fly to Asgard, and we're going to come back to America. Don't go away. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I've used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. 
Plus, Solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into the sports segments for today. Um, Hope you're all watching on YouTube because I actually slid in this time. Uh, It'll probably be cut after the fact. (laughs) I'm kidding. Whatever. I'm kidding. Okay, I I was hoping so. Do you you Uh, want to do it again? No, I think it was a perfect okay. role. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Mike, we do have some backtracking to do real quick, the two of us. Yeah, okay. Um, we, oh, we, oh, we, oh, hold on, I have a spin zone, so don't, <laughs> don't go there yet. All right. So we, our master's predictions probably couldn't have been worse. Uh, if you follow us on social media, solo.to slash business, you will see a video we posted where I predicted Ricky Fowler was going to win the master's. Did not know two days before that prediction that he was not playing in the Masters. So, hand up. That's on me. Uh, Mike, when you went with Bryson DeChambeau, who made headlines earlier with the fact that he said he views Augusta National as a par 67. For those that don't know, Augusta National is a par 72, meaning if you shoot 72, you're even par. So he said he was expecting to shoot 67 every round. He ended the tournament five over, so came back to bite him in the ass. Now, Mike, a little beef. Uh, With yeah, me? I, yeah, a little bit. Okay. So you did tweet that who would have thought you would have had a better prediction than me at the Masters. All right. Which is incorrect. Because? So we can definitively say that neither Ricky Fowler or Bryson Shambo won the Masters, correct? Yeah. We can't really say Ricky Fowler lost the Masters because he didn't even play. He didn't play, but yet at least I picked a person that was at least playing. Right, but you picked the guy that lost. I picked the guy that didn't technically lose because he didn't play. That, that'd be like saying you and I lost the Masters, but we didn't play. So technically, did we lose? You just sounded so confident with your pick with Ricky Fowler. Oh, do, I, I did. do I have to? Do I have to play? Do I have to play back what, what how confident you felt when you no, said Ricky I, I, Fowler? No, I was absolutely confident. <laughs> uh-huh. But he didn't lose. Like he didn't play. For the, like you for can't the least... say the Yankees lost the World Series last year when they didn't play in the World Series. For the least amount of golf that I know, at least I picked the person that participated. Yeah, you just picked the first guy that came to your head. Yeah, I could have said Tiger Woods, and we all know Tiger's not playing. Like. Yeah, I did miss Tiger this weekend. I did. Was it was weird without him, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, for as much as I don't want watch golf, like you would at least get a tweet or two from like Big Cat or Barstool being like, "Look who's back!" Like, and it just it's 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 tough. It's sad. It was still a fun tournament. Uh, let's move on to baseball. Baseball is back. I don't think we've talked a lot of baseball yet this year. Uh, it's nice to see fans back in the stands. It's definitely a little change of pace. Some teams in Texas have full capacity stadiums, so it's it's crazy to see. But the roar of the crowd is something that didn't know we all missed, and it does add an extra element to the game. Even in stadiums where it's not full capacity, it is kind of crazy how big of a difference the fans can make. 
Yeah, uh, I was a little little nervous with, I think it was Texas that had the first full stadium since COVID-19. Uh, a little concerned about that. I mean, I know they're they're open 100%, but it still still worries me. It still worries. I, I don't think we're at the point yet where we go back to full capacity, in my own opinion. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen if, like, numbers went up or anything. Uh, but it is, it's just weird to see, like, you turn on one game and there's, like, 8,000 people and you turn on games in Texas and it's, like, 40,000. It's like, whoa, what the yeah. heck's going on here? With no masks, too. Yeah, that's not a good look either. That's not a good not look. Not a great look. No. Uh, but there's one team specifically, Mike, that is probably not too happy there's fans back. That would be the Houston Astros. They kind of got a break last year with having no fans and not really a long season after the whole cheating scandal with the World Series. Well, fans did not forget, as they <laughs> should not forget. Uh, their first series in Oakland, one of their pitchers hit shortstop Carlos Correa, who's been like the biggest D-bag about the whole situation. Uh, fans gave a standing ovation after that, which maybe not very classy, but it was it, it's kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. Wasn't there like some stipulation? This I, I believe it was 2020 that like if you threw at an Astros player, like it was an automatic ejection. Like wasn't there some type of stipulation behind it and some proposal? There was. I don't know if it was like a stipulation, but there was more of like a warning. Like hey, like we're gonna be watching you guys a little right. extra careful, which was also BS. Uh, then later on the next game they played against the Astros, then when they were announcing the Astros lineup, the Oakland A's played Kerry Underwood before he cheats. That's hysterical. That that would that it is. People don't realize how much like adding that extra music at the right moment can make something like that so much better. I think this isn't the only time Oakland has had a viral stadium. Uh, I guess presentation. If I'm correct, Matt, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I remember when they were playing against the Red Sox, they started playing Sweet Caroline, and it was the Sweet Caroline cam. And like everybody was so excited to play, and then they just got to the point where they started singing "Sweet Caroline," immediately jumped into a rickroll. Yeah, I don't remember what team that was. It might have been Oakland. Know. It may have been San Diego. I don't remember that. That's that was an epic moment. Sweet Caroline. Also, like as a Yankees fan, like I I do like the song as a person. As a Yankees fan, I try not to listen to it during baseball season. Padres, San Diego Padres. That's close it. enough. Close yeah, enough. They're, same they're same state. The same team. Yeah, same team. <laughs> Uh, and then fans at the Angels games were throwing inflatable, inflatable trash cans on the field. That takes the cake. The hell? <laughs> uh, it is. It, it, I don't know if you have an opinion on it, but I, if I was an Astro, it would kind of affect me a little bit, I feel like. I think as like a getting, fan. I, getting booed every single time. I, well, you did something that you shouldn't have done. And like, it's, uh, you know, you're right. The fans didn't forget. And as somebody who is passionate about baseball, like I think you and I can both safely say, like I went to a baseball game this past weekend for my brother Trent, and like I was so into it as much as I would if I played it. Um, but even that, like for the Astros, like they did something that they knew was wrong, and they got caught, and it. <laughs> It's say it's like one of those things that you see on Facebook or TikTok now these days where like the boyfriend and girlfriend, like the girlfriend cheats on the boyfriend, so then the boyfriend makes her go stand out in the middle of the street and hold up a sign saying, I cheated my boy I cheated on my boyfriend. Like that's kind of what 
this is similarly without the forceful like boyfriend pushes girlfriend and says hey go hold out a sign in the middle of the street so everybody knows how much of a dumbass you are but yeah that's how i feel i i listen at like you did something you shouldn't have done and now you're getting you're getting the payback you're getting the karma because of it i'm glad that the fans haven't forgotten and they're giving them hell for it could you imagine what's going to happen the first time they come to yankee stadium it's the same again it's the same thing like the yankees and red sox like yeah we absolutely hate each other but then there's times where it's like yankees like uh, Derek jeter retiring like the amount of class that the red sox had for jeter's final game at fenway park was respectful because nothing had to do with cheating the game or beating the system astros on the oh dude i hope i hope new york because i i hope i hope to god because things probably would have looked a little bit different if if they didn't do that if i'm if i'm being honest i also think this isn't just gonna end like this year like next year if full stadiums happen because there's going to be tons of people that don't go to a game this year. So next year could be equally as bad for them. If they have like full capacity, like 40,000 people, and it's their first time seeing the Astros in person. Like it's going to, this isn't just going away like this year, I don't think. Well, look at, let's take a, what, what my, uh, what Jenna's, Jenna's father, Steve says, A-Roid. Like A-Rod. A-Rod took steroids when, like, I. 20, 20, uh, uh, when they have it? 2007? 20, 2007. Even and earlier, people, I think, 2003. It's 2021, and yet, oh, look, it's a Like, it, it's just a stamp. Like, it's a stamp that's going to be on the Astros for quite some time. People are going to be pissed about it for so many years. And maybe it'll fade out. Maybe it won't be. But, like, I, I, hey, let's look at the Cubs World Series when um, that, that fan caught a foul ball that should have been an out. Yeah, Steve and Bartman. Steve Bartman, and Steve Bartman is still probably at most a, a hated man among Chicago. Like, oh, he absolutely is. And they won a World Series two years ago. And they still hate him. Like, it's just, again, it, I think it's the game. It's the love of the game. I, I don't want to say I'm enjoying it, but just that people I'll aren't. I'll say it, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm very much enjoying it. <laughs> like, it's, it's awesome. Uh, you know, you make a good point with A-Rod because, like, Barry Bonds, they're not getting in the Hall of Fame because he did steroids. And if you look at Barry Bonds' career before he started steroids, that's a Hall of Fame career in itself, like, just let alone. Baseball is one of those sports where, like, fans specifically don't forget. Like, baseball fans hold on to grudges more than, like, football and basketball fans do, I feel like. Yeah. I, I don't know why, if there's, like, a different, yeah. like, more passion for the game, but it feels like there's always, like, a controversy that, like, if it's a single player, Maybe it is because of steroids. Like, when you get caught doing steroids, everyone's labeling you as a cheater for, like, the rest of your career. Whereas that's, I feel like doesn't happen to, like, NFL players as much. Yeah. Yeah, right. And I think even even with, um, again, I, yeah, you're right. I, I don't see any other sport that has, you know, football, we could say any Eagles fans out there. Like, we all know, like, with Eagles fans, how, how much everybody hates the Eagles just because of the fans that are... uh for that but i you know again i think the astros um are right where they're at and they yeah <laughs> that's all i have to say about it it's gonna be interesting season um i think they've come to yankee stadium in the middle of the week which maybe that'll help them a little bit yankees suck right now anyway so who cares um let's talk basketball we haven't talked nba basketball in a long time uh mike there's there's we're getting closer to the playoffs there's about a month left in the regular season. 
And people are starting to get a little annoyed with the playoff format that's happening with the whole play-in tournament. And I feel like people want to see a change in the playoffs. But before I get to what that change is, I want to get your opinion on something. I'm listening. So right now, I'm going to give you the potential right now first round playoff matchups. Okay. And I want to give, I want your opinion on if you're interested in that series or not. So I would probably say I watch a little bit more basketball than you do right now at the moment. Admittedly, um, yes. So I, as someone who maybe doesn't watch a whole lot of basketball, I want to know, would you tune in to watch a game of this series? So I'm going to give you the matchups. You just say yes or no. Okay. So first matchup, we'll start with the West. Uh, Grizzlies and the Jazz. Yes or no? No. Okay. Uh, Mavericks and the Suns. Mm, probably. Yeah. Okay. For you. Uh, Trailblazers, Clippers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, okay. that seems like a good matchup. And then Lakers, Nuggets. I mean, I kind of have to. Yeah. So, so that's three out of four in the West. Let's look at the East. Uh, Knicks and Sixers. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, Celtics, Nets. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Hornets and the Bucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then Heat and the Hawks. No. All right. So that's the issue. The, the people are saying the East and West, like the West has obviously been better than the East for a while now. So people are now saying that the playoffs should not be East versus West, that it should be the top 16 teams in the league. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Well, I mean, if we're going to if we're going to try to be uniformed. I mean, they don't do it for All-Star Game. Remember the East versus West? You used to do the All-Star Game the whole time. Then they found out, hey, maybe if we play it like a backyard basketball, like a backcourt, uh, sorry, a, a, yeah, backyard basketball, backyard baseball. <laughs> like if they played it as a game of pickup, you pick who you want based on the amount. And I, the games have been much more enjoyable because now you're seeing players who haven't played with each other or against each other. Um so, I, I mean, if we're looking at some type of uniformity, I, I, I wouldn't mind that. I think it'd be cool. Like, I mean, yeah, I think we would still have it separated where one versus 16. Uh, sorry. Yeah. One versus yeah. 16 on. Sorry. Yeah. One versus 16, two versus 15, three, like go in that order. And yeah, could we see West versus West and East versus East? Yeah, because that's just how the standings are. But I think it'd be a little bit more competitive based on that scenario rather than you know, the Sixers and the Knicks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I agree. The All-Star game is a good point. I actually didn't think of that. Like, getting rid of the East versus West does kind of, like, diminish the whole having the East and the West. Um, I think it would be cool. It would be weird. Like, right now, I kind of tried doing some math. You could have, like, a potential Clippers-Celtics first-round series, which would be really weird to see. But wouldn't that be so awesome? I would rather watch that than what the other two alternatives were east versus west then the hornets and the bucks i mean you don't even have to play that series all right it just Giannis, Giannis would just treat them like a bunch of fifth graders poor mj yeah poor mj that is true <laughs> well i mean he is the owner like he does have the ability to change that mm. um and I, I i think it would take some time to get used to but if we do want to really talk about having the most competitive playoffs it does make the most sense and you could even change the regular season. Like, you could have, I don't know, 
the Nets and the Lakers play like four times in the regular season. Like if you keep division, yeah, you don't even have to have divisions. Just play whoever you want to play. Like just make the schedule, yeah. schedule the teams you want to see play. I, I think it would it would evolve the league. And I feel like Adam Silver is the kind of the perfect commissioner to do that. Like we've talked about before, he just does what the people want. Yeah, I, yeah, it's definitely an interest, and you know, I think I will I will reaffirm my my position on the fact that they changed playoffs. I mean, sorry, they changed the All Star game based on the top players and the ones who are at the top were the captains and they picked who they wanted to play with. I think that could easily be applied to that. Um, I really, the only caveat I see is travel. Like that's the only thing I see, which could be an expense towards the NBA. But I, Matt, I think you being the sports management guy, I, I think you see more revenue coming in from watching those games rather than East versus West. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think what it would take, I think if like Golden State would like miss the playoffs by like a game and Steph Curry doesn't make the playoffs, but someone in the East with a worse record would get in, I think that's probably it would take something like that. Like if Zion stays on the Pelicans for a while, but they don't win enough to get to the playoffs, but they could if they were in the East, like it, I think that could, that's probably what it's going to take. Because yeah. really, if you have star players that are good, but they don't make the playoffs, like, what's the point of having them on, on the bad teams? Like, they're just going to leave right away. So, Correct. I think it's something to look into. Let's stick with basketball. Uh, my college basketball made some news this week. So, Arizona has gotten rid of their head coach, Sean Miller. Kind of a long time coming. He had a lot of controversies. So, obviously, they have to fill the job. What most people might not know is they actually posted the job on their team website oh well so, sign me up <laughs> mike let's see if we're qualified to oh god coach college basketball oh dear here we go so let's just jump right into it minimum minimum requirements a bachelor's degree check check <laughs> uh this part we probably can't check off competitive playing and or coaching experience at the collegiate or professional level uh does globe trotters count yeah, I will. Yeah, well, that counts. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let that slide. All right, so Check. you're slow and you're running. It's it's like Step Brothers. We're both the playing at the same time. Yes. yes. Well, who, am I the one that's going to fart? Who's farting in this scenario? <laughs> Wearing a tuxedo t-shirt. Uh, experience and knowledge of NCAA rules. We can get. Oh, yeah, that's that. yeah. We could get yeah. a book. Yes. Uh, this one is just laughable. Like this is like a no shit Sherlock kind of thing. Must be available to work a flexible schedule, including nights and weekends. <laughs> Check. Okay. So right now you're Check. four for four. Uh, let's move on to preferred qualifications. Okay. Coaching experience at the collegiate level and coaching experience at the NCAA Division One level. Hmm. But technically, isn't Globetrotters professional? So that like tops world collegiate. world famous. It's wor- yeah, it's world famous. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to check you off for both of those. <laughs> Uh, you let's take a look at some of the duties in case anyone ever Ooh. wonders what what, what uh, being a head coach of a Division One team entails. Duty. Uh, coaching student athletes at all practices, scheduled games and competitions, and in postseason. Direct game preparation and strategy. Uh, coordinating conditioning and training schedules for strength and conditioning staff. They're really not making it seem like this job's very hard, are they? Yeah, I mean, don't, isn't there coaches that do that too? Or is that football? Like, there's strength and conditioning coaches, too. 
Yeah, literally, there's there, there was nothing about like being basketball knowledge or anything about. Yeah, uh, oversee recruiting activities, uh-huh. travel to competitions, and conduct home visits with prospective student athletes. I, I, I the more I read this, the more I think I could actually apply. I might apply right now. Who knows? <laughs> uh, monitoring recruits, view and analyze videos of prospective student athletes. Doesn't Let's seem see, like yeah. very hard job qualification. Oh, dude, get a big screen television, you're all set. Get a theater chair, you're all good. Uh, let's see, what else is there? Educate new coaches and staff members on proper techniques and desired philosophies of the athletic department and the men's basketball program. Fundamentals. Yeah, pretty much. Um, th- so, you might know more, you might know this answer that I don't know. Yeah. Are they required to post this position? Like, on an actual website? Because I've never um, seen like a Division One, like a big Division One's program being posted. Uh, usually, oh god, that's an HR thing. Um, HR usually sends out an email to us of like, oh, this is posted three days after the initial email has been sent. So I think a leak may have happened where people have seen it and people apply, and probably by the time either there's a pro, I mean, I. It's a two-way street because there's HR involved, but then there's the athletic department involved. And and I think you could speak from the athletic department. Probably they're already looking to recruit somebody who is already in their viewfinder. Yeah, they probably got a list of like three guys they already interviewed before they fired them. Not really, right, but they probably know. Uh, also, over under like 20 fake applications they got through this? Say that again. Like, what do you think? Do you think they got over or under like twenty fake applications? Like, just random people applying. Over. Uh yeah. Uh, definitely. What, what over. do you think the actual number is? Uh let's go with two hundred applicants. You think that many? Well, I think yeah. so. I mean, there were news stories on it. That does have to suck. You who that actually sucks for the person that has to sit there and read those applications. Poor guy. Yeah, I actually, I would not want that job. Well, actually, it would be funny if, like, some, like, assistant went through it and, like, as a joke, gave, like, the athletic director, like, eight resumes. Like, hey, these coaches applied, and it's just, like, random people. Like me. <laughs> you know what? Let's apply. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, God, Matt. <laughs> no, I can't apply. I cannot apply. <laughs> Dis- you disavow? I disavow. I okay. cannot. You okay. can. You're more than welcome to. I might. Who knows? Yolo. What do I got to All they got to do is say no. Funny business podcast. We have an announcement. Matt is moving on to a Division One coaching job. Uh, Matt cannot do the podcast anymore due to. Uh, uh, I'm doing the podcast. Matt's on the road. <laughs> Listen, I'll bring any recruit, any five star recruit that I sign gets to come on this podcast for free, <laughs> guaranteed. <sighs> that concludes the sports segments we have for you guys today, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for take it. Mike, we're going to have some OG vibes on this one. Yes, sir. We have not had a really food uh, take it in a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> if, if for, for the listeners from the very beginning, we used to do a lot of food take it when take it was the only end, end segment that we had. This one could get a little controversial. Okay. Mike, do you consider soup to be a cereal? Oh, my God. No. Why? Because cereal has. Oh, great! Here we go. I know, I know the, the the exact count. Soup soup is hot. 
cereal is cold. You can eat cold soup. Name a, name a soup. You can eat cold soup. Name a cold soup. Split pea soup. You can eat soup cold. You can eat a cold cheesesteak. Just because it, just because something's hot or cold doesn't mean it's not soup. So if it is, why hasn't it been categorized as a cereal? Because cereal is a different category from soup. Like it's a subcategory. Oh, a no, cereal, cereal is a subcategory of soup. Why? Think about, what do you mean why? What is soup? Soup. Yeah, it's is a combination a of liquid. A, a liquid. Uh huh. With I would say I don't want to say stuff in it, but like I'll with take, other food in it. Okay. That's cereal is soup. It's yeah, milk. but what do you what do you have to do with that that soup before you can actually serve it? You you put it in liquid. <laughs> so uh, if I'm getting chicken noodle soup, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to put raw chicken in the soup? Okay, you, if you put chicken in the soup, you have to cook the chicken. Right. You don't Cereal, you don't cook. have to cook. Exactly, but it's still soup. Because you, you don't, well, you don't, are you saying you want me to microwave my, my cookie crisps before I put them in the milk? You don't have oh, hold to. Hold on, that's actually why. not a bad idea. Actually, it's not bad. That actually, I might just come up with something right there. <laughs> But do you want me to microwave my Lucky Charms before I put them in the milk? No, which is why I'm deferring the soup from the cereal. But it's still soup. No, it's not. Why? It's I, you not. Have, why? Why isn't it soup? Because you have to cut, like, every, like, any soup that I've known, and I'm not a big soup guy, like... I love soup. Like, no soup for you. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with chicken noodle. I'm cool with, uh... Yeah. Chicken. You know what my mom is side story. My mom yeah. made uh spicy crab chowder. No, not spicy. Is it like Maryland crab soup but like spicy? Oh okay. my god, it was so good. Trying to think. Jenna has definitely made some other types of soup that I enjoy. So you're saying because the soup because the cereal is not hot, it's not soup. No, soup s- cereal requires less preparation than a soup. So just because it doesn't require, le- but just because take, it doesn't take longer to make the cereal means it's not soup. You take the cereal, you take your milk, watch Yeah, it's the quickest soup you can make. Soup. Oh my God. Soup you have to cook. Soup you have to prep. Soup you have to like. Uh, no soup for you. Uh, soup. <laughs> Hot soup coming through. <laughs> uh, next time I'm going to old cold soup coming through. Cold soup coming through. Matt, why did you do another food take it? Oh my god! <laughs> it's it, because people are actually think that I know. There's a discussion serious. about it. Yes. There's a discussion about it. But, but just think about it. Like, let's take chicken noodle for example. Okay, you have the broth, which is equivalent to the milk. Okay, and then you have the chicken. You got carrots, celery. So you're gonna put all that in raw. No, I'm not saying I'm putting it in raw. I'm just yep. saying once it's cooked, <laughs> it goes in the cereal. But that's the most important piece between a soup and a cereal. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. And just because it's just because you don't have to cook the the cereal part, like the content of the cereal, like the cookie, cookie crisps, you don't have to cook that for it to be soup. Yeah, but then that would be just cereal. 
No, when, once you put it in the milk, it creates a soup. It's not the cereal. Combination, no, the combination of the sheet of the cereal. Okay, so okay, let me let me ask you this. Okay, fire, lay it on me. <laughs> when you go to buy Lucky Charms, when you I don't go to buy, buy Lucky Charms. Okay, what kind of, what kind of cereal do you like? I don't buy cereal. <laughs> okay, what, what, you've never had cereal once. Fruit in your Loops. Life. Okay, Fruit, Fruit loops. loops. But in general, let's say you go to buy some Fruit Loops, Lucky Charms, Cookie Crisps. What aisle do you go down? The cereal aisle. Oh, correct. Because that is the cereal. Once you put the cereal with the milk, it makes soup. So please tell me, when do you find a can that has Fruit Loops and milk already together? You don't have to. Hmm. Because you can't buy, you can't put a, 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 do you hear yourself right now? Yeah, I hear myself, okay. but I'm on to something. No, because <laughs> yes. if you if you really you have a can of Fruit Loops with milk in them, you know what that's called? Soggy. Oh, Those Fruit Loops are going to disintegrate. But I can put chicken noodle soup in a can, and it doesn't go bad. Yes, because the, the broth is different from the milk. Oh, the broth is huh. broth is different from milk. You're that's that's totally different. Did you hear that word, Matt? Broth is different from milk. Yeah. What's that word yes. that you said? Broth. No. After that. Milk. <laughs> Between that. <laughs> different? Different. It is different. Which then differentiates the, the soup from the cereal. No. Because uh-huh. the, the, milk, the milk replaces the broth. But uh, you can't put it in the can. Because the content of the cereal isn't made to be put in liquid for long periods of time. Hmm. Interesting. Yes, you know, it's like not, canned, yeah. canned goods, like, you know, you do a drive, you know, go yeah. to the Christmas dinner, go to the yeah. Christmas dinner and you yeah. put in a canned good, make yeah. sure you get there, you get a gift. <laughs> We're going down this freaking rabbit hole. <laughs> I, I don't see anybody donating cereal. You should. Why? Because they asked for a canned good that you don't make cereal in a can. Yeah, huh, well, I think if something were to last longer, it would be soup. So you're saying because cereal with milk doesn't last longer, it's not soup? I can eat cereal by itself. Yeah, and you can eat the stuff with chicken noodle soup by itself. (laughs) Checkmate. That's no checkmate. No, that's checkmate. That's not checkmate. That is checkmate. (laughs) That is no way checkmate. You can't even make a... Uh, a can of cereal because the milk has to be refrigerated. First of all, first of all, hmm. you're sounding like you're differentiating a, a a soup from a cereal. Then, no, there's hot soup and cold soup. Cereal is cold soup. But in order for you to make it soup for your cereal, per per your say, you have to put cereal in milk, and that becomes the soup. So if I eat a turkey lunch meat sandwich that's cold, and I eat a hot turkey meat sandwich, is that not a sandwich? Is one is one you a sandwich? Ate, you, one just ate, you just ate turkey meat? No, if you eat like turkey lunch meat and cheese, like cold turkey lunch meat, cold cheese, that's a sandwich, correct? Yes. If I eat hot turkey and melted cheese, is that still not a sandwich? I mean, if the bun's there. Okay. So why can't cereal be cold and be a soup and there's hot soup that is hot soup like there's cold soup and hot soup there's cold hoagies there are hot hoagies still a hoagie still a soup 
you would never ever find me in the years to come, even if there was something that came out and said, we're now going to call cereal soup now. You would never ever hear me say, oh, okay, I mean, I'm having soup for breakfast. I will never ever say that. Never. Because well, I'm having cereal for breakfast. Cereal is just a subcategory of soup. You know why they probably call it cereal? Because why? What, what eight-year-old kid wants to eat soup for breakfast? Hmm. Yeah, they call it cereal because it's more appealing to kids. Think of the besides, children, Mike. Besides think the Fruit Loops, besides the Fruit Loops tricks, <laughs> not Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> think of the children. Oh my god! Yeah, and then kids have to eat soup when they're sick for the sinuses and whatnot, or strep or whatever. For the kids, what? FTK, FTK. <laughs> what? What? Where, did that, where was that? Oh my god! You're just falling off the rails with that. Yeah, that because word. I had to deal with. 10 freaking minutes of trying to debate you could not soup figure out a and cereal that made your argument correct because no it's <laughs> you're gonna tear us apart in a full year of the funny business podcast over this one damn topic I don't even know if I like you anymore no, I'm just kidding <laughs> I hate you I hate you <laughs> Oh man, my head hurts because yeah, just, this, just the stupidity that that you. I got produced. actually mad at that. I didn't think I was going to get that heated. <laughs> I need to calm down. Yeah, calm down. Oh, come on, T Swift, Jeepers Creepers. That's. <laughs> I need to listen to Taylor Swift now to to put me in a better mood. Yes. Well, if this gave you some laughs. Or maybe some headaches, because I know how some of you all listen when it comes to a Take It segment. Um, make sure you are subscribed if you haven't been already. Um, if you are on Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate us five stars. Uh, if you are on Spotify, I did find out today, my pal, um, that you can actually turn on notifications to let you be notified for Spotify of when the next episode comes. Even though you all know that it comes out Friday at midnight. Absolutely. <laughs> but... There's always more. There's always more of us, more of our faces, more of our hilarity, our arguments, our politics, none of that shit. Uh, Make sure you are following us all on our social media. For one quick, easy link, you can go to solo.to slash funny business. Like we said, like we've been saying, we've been streaming Tuesdays and Thursdays. We are getting such a great audience every night of those streams matt's been surprise streaming sometimes um didn't go well this past week but maybe next time it will (laughs) uh matt what do you got what do you got to wrap up for episode 52 uh i made my final vaccine this week so that's kind of cool i'm excited for that hopefully the symptoms aren't too bad other than that just keep on keeping on um you know i know we said it before but just appreciate all the listenership that we've gotten throughout this past year. And it's just crazy that next week we're going to be celebrating the one-year anniversary. Legitimately, if it wasn't for you guys, we certainly would have not been as motivated as we do um, to do this podcast. So, Especially again, after it, the, Mike sent me an article this week about like how many episodes actually, like, really how many podcasts are out there. Like Everyone says there's millions and millions of podcasts, but really like, the effort we've been putting in like really shows like how dedicated we are and it is because of you guys. Yeah, no, and it's I think quarantine really settled a lot of people in wanting to do a podcast and I think now we're seeing the 
I mean, I, I'll take me, for instance. Like, I wanted to do a podcast, and it, it dropped off the face of the earth. But part of the reason was being I wanted to focus more on this podcast because it was more fun and, and less stressful. <laughs> I'm glad I'm less stressful. I'm glad. <laughs> I don't know about after today's episode. We'll see about that. On my that. Resume. <laughs> Makes Mike Gambita less stressful. <laughs> Well, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're following, liking, commenting, sharing, subscribing, unsubscribing, and resubscribing. Punch that like button. Maybe sometimes turn off the dislike button because we all know how YouTube is. Um, make sure you are sharing with your friends, family, mothers, brothers, sisters, daughters, dogs, sons, cats. dogs, cats, coworkers. parakeets, coworkers. I mean, it's, it's, sometimes it's not safe for work, but hey, we can keep FWBs. it chill. F- Throwing that out there. All right, Matt, you want to? <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Oh, man. Well, until the next time, guys, we'll see you all on the one year anniversary podcast. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>